0: If I ever do anything right I want to be so good to this, this little light If I ever wake in the night I want to know I tried my best for this, this little Progressive Parenting Radio is a production of Progressive Parenting Network and GinaKirby.com. No material on this radio program should be considered medical advice. This is a listener-funded program. And now, your host, Gina Kirby.
1: Good morning, and thank you for joining us today. Um, If this is your
2: first time listening, welcome to the program.
1: We have a very, um, I guess, somber program would be the way that I would... um, Describe today's show. Uh, today I'm going to be talking to um, an amazing woman who has um, been doing a lot of work down in Louisiana. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about is what's happening in Louisiana. And these are actually her words, and she wrote me an email about what's happening. Uh, she said that thousands of families have lost everything in the floodwaters, and they had to be evacuated in boats and leave everything behind. Mother Birth is, uh, or Tiffany. Her business, mother Birth, is in a unique position in which uh, they have influence with people who could not sleep knowing a baby would go without food or a clean bottom. So they started collecting diapers, wipes, and formula. Um, It's very specific, and it's important, and it makes a difference in the lives of moms and babies. It's overwhelming the number of people in need, the number of different needs, and the distance in which this devastation covers. Within a matter of one day, the donations were pouring in and the emergency needs were being reported all over social media. Mother Earth mobilized and began to connect the needs with the help. Uh, they've had uh, organizations, churches, businesses, and generous individuals partner with them to maximize these efforts. Uh, we're merely the conduit for the help to get uh, to those in need that's being provided. Um, um, it's, it's not a little deal, it's, it's a really big deal, and I'm hoping that this is Tiffany getting together with us right now. Hi, good morning. Is this
0: Tiffany?
1: Hi, this is uh, Natalie Watson. Hi, Natalie. Where are you calling from?
3: Um, I'm calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, okay. You were just calling in to listen in this morning,
3: yeah? Uh, Gina had asked me to call in um, because of an experience I had had back in 2005 with um, uh, Katrina and the Red Cross.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Talk to me, please.
3: Oh, um, I wasn't sure um, this was the right time to call. Or
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect time to call. My my guest hasn't called in yet, so it's perfect.
3: Oh, okay, wonderful. Um, well,
1: um, whenever
3: I have been watching some of the footage about Louisiana, um, it's I just it, it's extra frustrating. Um, from my perspective at least because uh, in 2005 um, in the fall when Katrina hit I was um, down at university in Tulsa, Oklahoma and um, there was such a need at that point that even though I was in Oklahoma I was actually in kind of the center of some of the major relief work that was happening because Um, the closer you are to the devastation, um, you know, it's harder for those organizations to function. So right now, the Louisiana organizations, um, they've been wiped out. Um, A lot of them are the victims. So um, I started volunteering, uh, you know, at the very early stages of Katrina. I was just doing phones. Um, We were getting a lot of calls from It was the emergency Red Cross line, and we were getting calls from people that were still trapped. And, um, you know, when is someone coming for them? What can they do? How can they get out? Uh, It was absolutely heart-wrenching. That and people looking for family members that were missing.
1: Uh, People that had been
3: separated. People that didn't know if their loved ones were dead or alive. Uh, People calling that needed water, fresh water. Um, you know, uh, this is where I am. I'm still trapped in my home. We're out of water. Um, and, you know, is there going to be some kind of water drop? And it's not like they could just walk down the street to, you know, whatever drop location. Right, right. They literally needed water dropped on their roofs. <laughs> um, and just trying to give them some hope and passing information along, which we had very little information to give them. Um, it was shocking. It was absolutely shocking to see how little we could do as a nation Um, when we can go over to other nations.
1: Right. Yeah. I I can't even Um, imagine. It it was uh, frustrating to watch from far away, but there's no way to know what it's like down, like where it's happening. Exactly.
3: And, I mean, I was getting these phone calls. I'm in college, and I can remember just coming back, to my apartment with my girlfriends who also had been volunteering. We were doing different shifts and, and just crying just because, out of anger and frustration even. Um, and then uh, they started to bring people out of the dome. So the dome is where uh, pretty much if you could get out of your house, you went to the dome, and that's where they were housing everyone. And it was, it was awful. There wasn't... There wasn't enough room for everyone. It was just a cesspool in the Dome. So um, they had buses of people Then they were trying to bus out of the Dome. And I, I, my, it's, it's been 11 years. So in my mind, the number of buses was, I think there were seven of them. Um, and they were on their way to Texas. And Texas refused refused the buses. They refused the quote refugees um, from the dome, and yeah, I remember that. Uh, they didn't they didn't want these people settling in their area because remember this is the this is the poorest of the poor that have been in the dome, you know that have been uprooted from their homes, and they did not want them resettling in Texas. So they knew that if these people came and were brought here from the Dome, you know, because there's nowhere else to put right. them, um, that eventually they were just going to stay. And Texas didn't want to absorb them. Right. So they refused the buses, right. and these people were traveling for three days. Oklahoma decided they would take them. So that's how I got involved. And I'm up in Oklahoma, Red Cross said, uh-huh. we've got like seven buses of people that are coming in. We're going to put them up at Camp Gruber until they can either find their families or they can resettle. And by the time the buses got to us, people had been trapped on these buses for three days. They were not given proper food. They were not given water. Uh, People died on these buses. There are people riding on these buses with dead bodies. Um, And they arrived to a bunch of volunteers in Oklahoma at uh, Camp Gruber. The first thing they did was remove the dead bodies. Um, these people were traumatized. They had seen people raped in the dome. They had, oh my God. I mean, been, they'd lost everything. They had trash bags full of just junk, things that you and I, and most people would say, oh, what, those trash bags full of trash. And they had a ton of it, but nobody wanted to let their bags go because it's literally all they had left of
1: their lives. Oh.
3: And um, oh. I mean, one woman asked for a piece of rope so she could tie her daughter to her, her little daughter because she had seen a man in the dome pull a young girl from her mother and rape her violently. And there was nothing that could be done because there's, there was no help oh there God. in the dome. It was just, it was that kind of atrocity. And you know we're, we're absorbing these people at Camp Gruber, mostly minorities, definitely poverty involved, you know, but they've just been through hell. And these are the same people mm. that are being flooded out right now. These are the same people. This is the same region. Baton Rouge, I mean, this is the same area. Those little children that were three and five years old that their mothers wanted to tie to them, back in 2005, are now 14 and 16 year olds being uprooted
1: once again yeah. from their
3: home. And anything oh, that we can do, we need to do. Because you yeah. didn't do it right. Then. I'm so
1: glad so you it. Let's it. Learn from that. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So well, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I'm hope that, hoping that um, you'll be listening in when um, my yeah. guest calls in and and to share more. Which well, she's not on yet, so I want to keep talking to you. Um, oh sure. So I mean, any questions that you have?
3: My, it, I, I mean, all I have these a million questions, questions right now. Yeah, like the Red Cross, for example, because that's the one that I volunteered with, and that's a very reputable one. And then I know that there is, I'm actually a student midwife in Pennsylvania now, and I know that your guest is someone that is really focusing on getting, you know, clean formula and diapers for the victims down in the flood, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Like they're focusing on specific things, uh water, definitely. Um but the yeah. issue though that I've been hearing about because I've been trying to like follow this and I'm sorry about the background noise. I had to leave the house, my kids were out of control and um I had to oh, I yeah. just came to the the first place that had Wi Fi seven so a Starbucks doing my program. <laughs> yes, Starbucks <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, and they are not my done. sponsor.
1: <laughs> okay. So anyway. Um, what's happening or what I'm finding. I've been watching a lot of um, – uh, and, and I'm sorry, like I don't even know who I'm talking to. Tell me who I'm talking to again.
3: This is Natalie Watson I had seen on Facebook. I'm, you okay,
1: had Natalie. tagged me. Thank you. Yes. Excellent. So Courtney, uh, Courtney Vincent Roy has been keeping me in the loop as to what's going on in Louisiana by getting yes. me and, like um, tagging me in all of these, like, Facebook Lives. Facebook Live has been, like – it's like our NBC. It, like, that's how I'm once finding again out. Information. Yeah, it's changed everything yeah, absolutely. once again, right? So, yeah, Courtney's been tagging me and everything. And I've been seeing, like, there's this one woman who um, is working her butt off in Louisiana and really making a difference for the tiny towns that the big trucks aren't going to. That's the thing, is that. Um, yep somebody wrote they're going to the was, oh yeah you can give money to the red cross and i was like no wait a minute there's people on the ground that need your help there's um mm-hmm. like you know sh- she was so upset because she was asking them for formula and that there's tons of formula on these trucks and she's like yeah but you're not going to this tiny town and they really need the formula and they wouldn't give it to her and um mm-hmm. that's what's going on right now it's like the small place of Abbeville. um Uh, the little tiny towns that you don't hear about that are affected and really need your help. And that's what I'm hoping um, that Tiffany will like give us like specific information on how we can provide um, either money or uh, if we know people down there like trying to get or at least talk to government officials saying, hey, you know, you're just going to the big towns. What about the little towns that are affected? Exactly, and, and, and I wondering, people would say, I'm like, wondering if at but this point, can't.
3: yeah, there isn't enough resources, so they're just throwing everything they can at the big city centers, hoping people will make their way to the big city centers, and that's not that's not the best <laughs> that's not the best solution, and it certainly didn't work for Katrina. So why are we not learning from that? You know, why are we not learning? These people cannot come to the big city
1: centers; they can't even get down the street sometimes. Then and that's the issue, um, mm-hmm. is that they, they they can't they can't leave. Everybody thinks like, oh well, why don't you just leave, go somewhere, go get help. And you can't just like you go can't. get help because there's people still stuck. I mean, did you watch the yeah. video of those two men? certain sorry, three men that rescued the woman from her car. She would have drowned yeah. without them.
3: Well, I, and that's I was the thing. I mean, this this falling. water is it is it was there was no warning. At least. And I don't want to say at least, but with Katrina, they, they yeah, were telling right. people, those big storm is coming, please try and get out. So can you imagine how much worse that would have been if there hadn't been some warnings and that a portion of the population left? No one left. There was no warning. This was a flash flood gone terribly wrong with floodwaters the highest in history in some ways. And that means in some of these areas, some of these little towns, this water has gotten higher than it did with Katrina. If they're saying that it's breaking historical records, and we know historically Katrina's broke records in 2005, that means in some ways this is worse. And there was no warning. And um, there's no good way to get food and water and formula and diapers to people if they have to go to a city center 10 miles away. You're not going to get right. there. Yeah. And the, well, the large gues- organizations, organizations are the, not getting the funding, and neither are right. the small ones because this isn't showing up on TV. This isn't
1: showing up enough on right. ABC, but, CBS, NBC, well, let's talk CNN. More about it. Let, let me get my, uh, my guest on the show. I'm going to have you oh, on wonderful. here. Um, and just, you know, um, whenever you want to chime in, you can, uh, but I'm going to be talking okay. to her for just a second. If you don't mind, Perfect. I'm going to get her on the phone. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, Tiffany. Is this you?
2: It is. Hi, Gina.
1: Hi. Good morning. How are you this morning?
2: You're pretty good. It's sunny outside. Okay. It's good. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: Well, that's good. That's always good. Um, so, let's, uh, I've been talking a little bit um, with somebody who has um, been through this before, 11 years ago, and she was sharing uh, what was happening. And what came up was, like, why haven't we learned from the past um, to help get uh, help or do better by the people in Louisiana? So, can you tell me uh, firsthand what's going on in your neck of the woods? Tell me whereabouts you guys live and how you're going about helping people
2: well we're in Lafayette and so that is about 45 minutes west of Baton Rouge um and so we're kind of in the middle of it this, there's a, some major flooding going on um just to the uh west of us about an hour in the Lake Arthur Lake Arthur Jennings area and that's actually due to um the back water basically all the water that ended up here or ended up in Baton Rouge is now flowing south um um, so they are they're, all the lakes and rivers there are just, you know, they're swelling from all the water that's draining to them. So, you know, we kind of had this stage of flooding. We had Baton Rouge, who really got it the highest, and then it was us, and then it, now it's draining, and now it's draining to them. So we were able to kind of, well, we're I, I work with Mother Birth. We're um, a birth service, it's just a simple birth service. We're a bunch of doulas, and uh, we have a midwife, and we do, you know, some... Uh, postpartum care, and so we knew that we had the heart and ears of uh, the local people who would have hearts for babies and moms. Um, so we used that influence to begin um, just a, a simple donation drive of diapers, wipes, and formula. Because, um, like, you know, like we said, we haven't learned from the past. Uh, uh, or I'm not, I wouldn't say we haven't learned from the past. I would say that our government has <laughs> our government is broken. Let's just be honest. Um, mm-hmm. uh, on the federal level, on uh, the state yeah. level, you know, it's just it's just broken, and um, and so I mean that's why it's sad. Is what's most heartbreaking for me is that all we're we're helping one another. There's just like the incredible heroes everywhere you look in this situation that are really making a difference and are providing help that's needed, um, and they're not getting any attention. They're not getting any media coverage or barely any, or they're just starting to but um so I would say that we the people have
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: learned our lessons and we know how to mobilize and we can we we're starting to be able to foresee you know these needs and how to get to them and um how to make those connections between the need and the help um but um when on you know when it comes to like like the national, honestly people here are really we we kind of don't want the Red cross here. Because every time, like, in an, an experience-based situation, the Red Cross shows up, and then the help stops. People can't get what they mm. need. They're getting turned away. And, you know, people are going to take advantage. I mean, that's just, it is just the nature of, 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 of the human race, you know. But when it comes right. down to it, we know that ultimately the, the people who are needing help are getting it. And, yeah, there, there may be some bad eggs in there, but it is, is what it is. We have to, deal, you know, have to let that go. So um, we find that the Red Cross and even so, the major organizations are slowing down the help. <clears throat>
1: uh, and that's what I heard. Um, I was tagged in a Facebook Live the other day, and uh, this woman was appealing to the public saying, you know, please meet me downtown with any and all supplies you can, because she was going to um, a smaller town that the Red Cross wasn't going to. And she appealed to mm-hmm. the Red Cross that like, you guys have all of these you have formula you have everything right here please can i have some to take to this small town and they said no um and that's the frustrating part is that they're they're going to the bigger towns and missing out on all these like small principalities and um Mm -hmm. like you said it's kind of like that people have to take care of themselves so if that's the truth how can we help? How can people like sitting here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, people listening in Dallas, Texas, how can people, all of my listeners, how can we help you and your efforts? How can we help the people who aren't getting the help? Where can we go? How can we do that?
2: Okay. Well, we have, um <clears throat> for, you know, the, the part that we're, that's, it, that's exactly the situation that we're trying to meet need the needs of, you know, like the, the diapers-wipes formula. That's like an immediate emergency type of the need, like food and water right. and whatnot. Um, so that's exactly what we're doing. We're going around. We're, we're just people who who weren't affected, or even who were affected, who have just some extra means to to share. They're providing us with that, and we're going to Costco buying in bulk. And Infantil actually sent us a huge lot of uh, formula too. They I don't know how they they someone heard someone told someone else, and they sent us this huge like you know palette of formula that we're taking, and that's what we're doing. We're bringing it to the smaller places. We're bringing it up to these like pop up grassroots. Um, uh, shelters and distribution sites that, you know, like churches are coming in and, and, and just, like, there's this is one lady in Abbeville. She was displaced. She was living in the Motel 6. She found some empty building and she has created this huge distrib- distribution site people can just drive up and get what they need. Again, people may take advantage, but you know what? The vast majority are getting the help that they need and that's right. That's what we're doing. So what can you do to help? Um, there, you know, with our group, we... Um, we we're just asking, you know, get on Amazon. you can have Amazon Prime, you know, like order some diapers and send it our way, and you know, we can give you the mailing address or, or a formula or. It, what have is the postal you, um, service working okay then, in order to get to you? It is. It is now. It is now. Um, I'm gonna and you guys are far up enough though.
1: away where it didn't affect you too much, correct?
2: Uh, it affected. Well, see, it, it didn't affect me. Uh, but it affected my street, like just down the street, like my neighbors. It affected them, okay. like I drive in and out oh, wow. of my neighborhood, and there's, you know, carpet and half their lives on the on the side of the road. Yeah, so it's oh, really, it's it was, it was a kind of a, it's a really a street by street situation, you know. Now, the water's receded for us in Baton Rouge; it's still high, but it, you know, people are beginning to get back in there. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's all uh, there's. So there's like the Cajun Navy, they're out there. Um, there are people who are actually going out on boats. I know that they we are have to look it up, find the resource for you guys to, to you know, to utilize your help somehow. Um, there's this new uh, organization. They started a website, and let me find the information. And it's uh, it's basically helping it's like a direct help neighbor, like a it's like a, you're adopting. Um, you're adopting a family.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: I'm so glad that right, you're I'm sharing this information. You. I don't think that um, people understand that the catastrophic flood that's devastating Louisiana right now is the worst natural disaster to strike the United States since Hurricane Sandy four years ago. Um, this is according to the Red Cross. The thousands of people in Louisiana have lost everything they own, and they need your help right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this is what we're talking about. If you've just tuned in, uh, you're listening to Gina Kirby and Progressive Parenting Radio, and I'm talking uh, right now to Tiffany of um, Mama's Four. Thor- did I get that right? <laughs> Motherbirth. Sure Motherbirth. Right. <laughs> M- <laughs> Mother birth, hello. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: uh, we're talking about how we can help um, people on the ground right now, not, say, uh, the Red Cross, which you can always, you know, send money to, of course, but I'm hoping that we can help people directly. Uh, this is, uh, I think, the best way that we're going to be able to help because it's not just like one town that was affected. I mean, this is a, a huge. This devastation is so uh, spread out and massive. It is the worst disaster to hit since uh, the Superstorm Sandy, and it's going to cost over $30 million. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be even more than that uh, to make anything right again. Um, this is just it's ridiculous. Uh, in one part of Livingston Parish, uh, more than 31 inches of rain fell in 15 hours. I don't even know if you can wrap your head around that, you guys. It's just it's yeah. so devastating and ridiculous.
2: Yeah, they're saying um, that. One um, of the people that in, think, uh, go ahead. I was saying, like, I believe it's like in, uh, one of the the smaller cities just outside of uh, Baton Rouge. Their devastation, like their homes, it was 90%. 90% of the homes, people are their their homes are destroyed. They're like they're displaced. I mean, can you imagine an entire city is is no, no longer in their homes? That's wild.
3: And that's the thing that people think that once these waters recede that, oh, okay, everything's going to be fine now. But no, I mean, this is going to be going on for years, the rebuilding
2: of the infrastructure of these regions. And it's, you know, it's, it's, our, it's our restaurants, it's our stores, it's, I mean, it's, it's everything. So, I mean, people are, we like our neighbors are helping our neighbors. and We're getting in there, we're gutting. And we have um, some amazing Christian organizations, like huge. They're coming with huge, like 200 people coming in and helping gut homes and get things started. But, you know, you got insurance. You got, you know, you just got to figure it out in the meantime. And, like, when, when do those insurance dollars come in? You know, and people, you know, they're going to have a hard time, you know, financially getting through. So this is this is a new this new group started this website and they're kind of like us. They're just grassroots, and actually they just called me yesterday to you know to get me on the back end so I can start searching for people who are asking for diapers and different specific needs. It's called adoptafloodfamily.org. So adoptafloodfamily.org. You can Go on there. People can go on there who need to be adopted and fill out the little form, or you can go on there and if you want to adopt a family, and they'll. Tell you their specific needs. You know, if you're far away, it could be something where it's like a PayPal um, uh but it's it's, it's 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 like a direct donation. It's a direct help, and that's really what like we're trying to do is help those directly, and you know, cut the red tape, you know, and just get it to them immediately. Um, so adopt a, is, adopt, that, a flood, family. It's adopt a flood family. It's adopt a floodfamily. dot
1: Flood family. Family, I'm, I'm putting family it in on org. Progressive Parenting Radio right now. If you're listening and you wanted to, and you couldn't write it down or you feel like you're not going to remember, it, I went ahead and posted it on Progressive Parenting Radio's Facebook page, so you can find yeah. it there. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, um, thank you so much for that. And what about water? I mean, this is such a big deal that we are talking about formula, but you
2: can't make formula unless you have clean water. Um, that, well, we like we that's we, so we scary. It's thing true. To me. This idea, um, so that's parenting. why we've been we've been asking for a lot for the ready-to-feed, you know, to where it's already liquid with and it comes with the little nipples you just kind of pop on the bottle. We've also mm-hmm. been oh, the oh, pre-made. Uh, so we've been getting like half of that and then half of powder. And we're getting specifically to, depending on where the location is, we're giving them what that need is. Like if they don't have clean water yet, you know, we're giving them all the liquid. to save. But if they do, we'll give them you know a can of powder, which will last them longer. Um, So yeah, it's all this, it's like all these little intricacies. Yep. You know? And we have water coming. Oh my gosh. And we have, um,
1: go I'm sorry. I was just thinking. Like I, I formula fed my my first daughter. um, She had half breast milk, half formula. And just the the work that it takes when your house is not devastated, when you have access to clean water, to clean the bottles and make sure that you're doing everything so your baby doesn't get sick. I can't even, like, I just want to cry thinking about all of these parents out there with their worried about just, you know, their children and trying to feed them in this in this situation, like parenting in a disaster. Like, how do you do it? And I just, I, I so desperately want to support these these parents going through this. I can't, I can't imagine. I've never been through anything like this, and I can't even wrap my head around it. And I know our listeners, if you've never been through it too, there's no way for you to understand what it looks like i mean what our what our um our friend of the show shared with us at the beginning of this program we know that that's going to happen maybe not exactly the same way again but a lot of the ugly stories that she shared with us are going to happen again and i really want to just drive that home to our listeners if there is anything that you can do to help this is this is the time to do it. If you ever wanted to do anything kind for anyone, this is the time to dig deep and do what you can. Even if it's just a dollar, even if it's just like ten dollars, whatever you can do, it's it's going to be so helpful. I just can't even imagine. I'm sorry, I can't.
2: No, it's it's an emotional situation, you know. Um, whenever we whenever we, have, we show up at it, like we we showed up at a tiny shelter um, just two, two mornings ago. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. When, when you guys on, when you guys talk, make sure. Sh- Make sure you say who you are, so everybody knows
2: who's Tiffany Okay, okay well, this is Tiffany, mother Birds yet. Lafayette. Um, whenever we showed up just two days ago uh, with you know the form with formula, um, we you know opened up the trunk and like the little lady came and um, as soon as she saw that the f- it was formula in the car, she like started calling all these families. have were waiting for for days, you know, like your baby hadn't eaten. They said quote unquote oh a while. We don't even know what that means. It was that like days? You know. So it was really emotional, you know, and it just it keeps the fire going for us to keep keep doing it every single day and driving in all these crazy places, you know. But um, so yeah, it's if you know, like if if your heart is for for babies and for parents and moms, which is ours, our, 'cause that's what we do, you know, we do birth services. It's, um, you know, we we have a PayPal at info at motherbirthla.com, dot com, and those dollars we're going straight to Sam's and Costco down the road and picking up diapers and formula and wipes, depending on what, whatever the, the biggest need is that we're hearing at least, and the only way we know is through social media or phone calls from fire departments and whatnot. Um, but we have a nice little kind of network happening that we we get that information and we and we go bring it, you know. We have uh, every day. I have a new, a new, a new said, "Hey, I can, I can drive stuff out. I can make up, pick up this and that." So it's pretty amazing how quickly this has grown. You know, people just want to help and love um, and support. You know, one another. And, and and um, I know this is going to be a little controversial, but you know, people believe, people think that us in the South are racist. And and you know, but you should see. We don't. There is no. There is no color. There is no race. There's no creed. There's no religion right now. It's like everyone, they every every right. To be honest, it's just we're all helping each other. We're all doing all we can. Everyone is just hugging each other, and you know, it's um, it's beautiful to see them in these really tough times. How people's hearts and uh, people's you know, th- their love just really it, it it shines bright. You know, it really does. I just wish. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing about. I wish the country could do this.
1: Um, it, I know that it can really bring out. The, the beautiful side of human beings, um, and it's sad that it, it takes something so devastating to to make yeah. us like stop seeing color and race and religion. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah.
1: And That is, and I and I really do wish that we could see more of those stories. And what I'm hoping for, and I know this might sound weird to some people, but if you are listening and you are a counselor of any kind, maybe think about just donating your time to be able to talk to people, like especially the the first responders they're going to need um, to just be able to process all of this because it can be really devastating and um, you know you take it home with you and you go home and you cry uh, like our first caller said you know uh, just going home after volunteering all day and it's just so overwhelming so maybe if you're a counselor listening to the program uh, you might want to reach out to some of these uh, first responders and just maybe offer an ear uh, and let them process I don't know that's just all I could think about right now is like Tiffany hearing your voice, going, "Oh my God, I just want to hold
0: this woman, to just <laughs> yeah. let her cry and talk to me." That <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, was true, and
2: we—that's
0: another thing. We've been
2: taking—we've we, been taking care of her. I, I live not far from a fire department, and I've been hearing their sirens go off like half a dozen times a day. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. called into my church family and said, "Hey." Y'all, call the fire departments around here. They are not, because, you know, we people, Their house, not only are their houses flooded, but because of the electrical issues with the water and the electricity, Pe- people's houses oh are also burning down mm-hmm. in the water. Oh I can't even imagine that. And so there have been so busy it's in the not secondary this map, rescues, right, rescues out of cars so. Um, our church, you know, our, some of our older church ladies called around the fire departments and, like, was free. I was like, I thought they're even eating. They're, being, they're so busy. Like, y'all could bring them some, some food, and that's what they did. I mean, within an hour, it was done, you know, just making that request. Um, Tiffany, yeah, this with Kathleen,
3: Pittsburgh. Yeah do we have some kind of a website that sort of has your top 10 needs listed where we can, you know, those of us that have Amazon prime or wherever there's an address where we can send it to that is, is receiving mail already. There's a list of, you know, what you want, what you need. Can we call the Costco's in the area or or the headquarters and say, you know, stock these specific things. Can we get a phone you know, some kind of thing where people yeah. are calling and calling Sam's and Costco, the corporate, saying, "Okay, you need to stock this. You need to stock this. You need to send this. You need to send this." Is there anything we can do on that end, also from a distance?
2: I wish I, I wish I could say I had a place and a number of, or a site, website for you, but those calls can be made. I do know the the some of the biggest needs, you know, of course, are. Divers wipes formula. Wipes are also good for helping people, you know, clean themselves as well. Um, water cleaning supplies. Um people do, it, people do not need clothes right now. That's kind of like a, a tertiary need once things start to settle mm-hmm. down. A lot of people are trying to get clothes and that's another problem is People are giving the wrong things, and then they're in these right. um, do- do- donations. Do you have sites like a
3: Facebook a- page that you can post? You know, sort of like these are the things we absolutely need. These are the things we don't need. This is the address to mail things to.
2: I'll tell you what. I'll um, I'll spend some time this morning once we're we're done here, and I'll I'll do that on our Mother Birth Facebook page. I'll I'll make a list. Perfect. Uh, the ten top places, and I'll find some. Um,
3: and even Numbers the and names of address. the local Costco and Sam's Club, like where they're located, what store okay. number they are or something. And then we okay. can call the other Costco's in our region and say, will you please send all yeah. of your diapers down there? Will you please do this?
2: That's great. That's great. Okay. Um,
1: and also, uh, is there an address that we can send you things directly to help people in your area?
2: Right. Yes. Yes, that is... Um, to Mother Birth, we have an office. It's at 803 South Morgan uh, Avenue, 803 South Morgan Avenue, and that's in Broussard, Louisiana. And that is 70518. All right, and
1: I will make sure. Um, just go ahead when we get off the phone, text me that address, and I'll make sure I put it on okay. all the places where I posted the show, so people mm-hmm. can
2: get that. And then we can social media
1: um, the snot out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Please. <laughs> Please. Absolutely. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm glad you asked that question, Natalie, because um, that's what uh, people are sending like all the wrong things. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we, we really want to make sure, like, what supplies they need. And I, you know, I was like, why do, why do they need white? I swear I did not get it. I didn't understand until uh, somebody had to break it down to me like, uh, hello, They're, they can't like go take a shower. How else are they going to get themselves cleaned up? Mm-hmm. And, and right, I never, right. it didn't occur to me. I've never been in a flood. I don't know what that means. I don't understand right. all of the ramifications of what it means when you don't have everything you need because I'm a privileged human being. I live in a house. I have running water, my toilet works, and I can take a shower. And in that way, I'm incredibly privileged, and I don't know what it means to not have those things. And so, um, because this is an unpre- unprecedented uh, thing that's happened, and I'm telling y'all, this is like 40,000 homes that have been devastated. That's a lot of people yeah. who don't have um, the things that they need. So, really, really think about um, all of this. And if you do want to uh, donate to Red Cross, you can. You, or you could just text LA Floods to 90999 uh, to donate there if you want. Uh, but I'm really hoping that you can help um, these people on the ground. And what you need to start doing is, if you want to help and you feel helpless, you go to Facebook, and put in uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Louisiana floods. Start looking for people who are doing those live Facebook feeds, and they will tell you what they need and where they're at. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is like Abbeville. Mm-hmm. There's. Um, Name like some tiny towns that are being affected that probably won't get like the big Red Cross trucks to show up. What are some tiny towns people can uh, Google or uh, look up on Facebook and find people who are live Facebooking and who need
2: who need those help the help there? Sure, sure. Uh, there's, what are some uh, Jennings, towns around there? Je- Jennings, Louisiana, uh, Lake Arthur, um, uh, Abbeville, Opelousas, Port Barry, um, Kaplan uh, with the K. Um, New Iberia, um, and then there are even smaller towns than that, you know. Um, but Baton Rouge, is, Baton Rouge is, is the most devastated, and they are—they are—and I'm, I'm grateful that they are getting the majority of the help. But again, it's these smaller but they're towns. They're getting FEMA.
3: They're getting the Red right.
2: Cross.
3: They're the city right, center. Right. They're getting all of those things. Everybody else in the right. suburbs and in the rural areas are getting what because so there
2: isn't mm, enough to right. go around. That's correct. And, or, yeah, or they can't get there. you're on this mobilization
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Mhm.
1: And if you can, oh. if you want to volunteer, you can go to volunteerlouisiana.gov, and they will tell you how you can get involved and help, like on the ground. If you if you can get there, if you can go, if you can help, um, they need lots of help with so much stuff. Um, it, they need help with shelters, boats, with pets, uh, feeding at shelters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need help, uh, People help uh, cleaning clean out their houses and their businesses, or if they need help packing food boxes, collecting and sorting donations, if you have time, if you can help, um, then definitely go to uh, volunteerlouisiana.gov, and then you can find out mm-hmm. more information about how to get in there and really help.
2: Yeah, and there are two All right, ladies. churches.
1: To... Natalie again. Um, something else maybe to put on the list is, um, you know,
3: san- sanitary uh, period um, yes. items oh, for yeah. women. Gen- yep. Tampons, pads, but even, um, you know, your diva cups, things like that that are really mm-hmm. easy to just rinse out with a tiny bit of clean water and you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about the disposal because a lot of times yeah. trash is not running um, and right. those kinds of things. And that's something monthly all the ladies have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And there that's two, something, yeah, again, two, that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Um, There are, you know, right now when we're cleaning out all these homes and he's like, you know, we're going in, there's like mud and and sheetrock that's just disintegrated to the ground. We we need, you know, we're in Louisiana and we need snow shovels to clean that. We don't have, they don't stock snow shovels in our Home Depot and Lowe's. You guys have (laughs) extra snow shovels (laughs) sent me a States, but that would be a big help. To send, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm sure all the you know, people up north have like extra old snow shovels They're just waiting to get rid of. That would be helpful too. <laughs> um, we have two, we have two right. mega churches in the area who um, are fielding a lot of the volunteer efforts. Uh, our Our Savior's Church. Um, there's lots of different uh, uh, campuses of Our Savior's Church, but they are really doing an amazing job. And um, if you want to volunteer, we had a guy from New Jersey, like comment on one of our local Facebook pages that he's flying down. Where, where do I go to go help? Um, our Savior's Church is one, and then also Crossroads Church is in the corner of uh, our, two of our major highways, I-10 and I-49. They have a, a huge organization here who's sent down 200 people, and they're creating teams to go in to help people start recovering their homes.
0: Fantastic. Their homes.
2: Those, are two, those are two, like, kind of grassroots, you know, no red tape. You just show up and they'll put you work, you know? And, and a different. lot of times, if
0: you,
3: I'm sorry.
2: Never sorry again. A lot of times, know, you know, if you're involved in your your
3: local congregation or you know your local, uh, you know, if you're a, a university student, even if you can organize a team from your area and then contact down there, then you can bring a team down and they'll bring they'll put people up and you can go in waves and they'll show you where you need to go. So I mean, if your yeah. local church yeah. has ever gone and done like a mission trip or a work trip. This is one of those things where, hey, you know, get in touch with that church down there and and meet up and do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Right, and if you're in Lafayette, I just wanted to
1: share. I'm sorry. Um, If you're in Lafayette, uh, there's a place called The Daily Advertiser. It's on 1100 Bertrand Drive in Lafayette. They are accepting donations from 8 to 5 all week long, um, and if you need supplies, you can come to their office and take whatever you need. Um, but they said, please do not bring clothes. We have more than we can handle. What they need the mm-hmm. most is water, toiletries, and cleaning supplies. That's another mm-hmm. thing that didn't occur to me.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, that is a great location for donations and also yeah. for um, pickups, because you can just show up and go in and pick up what you need. Um, it's really heartbreaking, you know, with the homes. We have these, you know, we have elderly people here who uh, probably didn't have flood insurance, you know, and they're, and they're sitting yeah. in their homes that 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 are their homes are beginning to mold, you know, and mm-hmm. they can't physically do it, you know. So it's like, you know, we're trying to help those first, um, but there's just it's just there's just so many homes. It's forty thousand homes, you know, it's a lot. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, people, don't, people, people are actually frozen Because they're so overwhelmed They don't know where to start Who to help first um, But you, right. know, you know It's like they say If you can do for one What you would want to do for everyone Then you're making a difference Yeah Right Beautiful
1: Tiffany thank you for all the work That you're doing Natalie thank you so much For sharing your story And for joining us today uh, I want to thank all of our listeners and I um, just really encourage you to help if you can. If you're a little overwhelmed right now because it's early in the morning, <laughs> uh, you can always <laughs> check back at Progressive Parenting Radio on Facebook. And I will just keep adding all of the information that I can on, um, on the thread underneath the show. So, um, if you need to you know any information, I'm going to put the address that you heard today I'm going to put in every single Facebooker that I know of that's doing Facebook live feeds so you can keep up with with what with what's going on. Thank you, ladies, so much for your time. Thank you, Tiffany, for all you're doing. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Natalie again.
2: Good job, tiffany. well, thank well we we appreciate you guys helping us get the word out very much. Oh, absolutely thank you guys.
1: All right, you guys have a good morning. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please join us next week. Um, We are going to have some amazing shows coming up. Please remember that Progressive Parenting is listener-sponsored, and if you would like to help keep us going, our PayPal address is ProgressiveParentingRadio at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We'll uh, talk to you next time. And until then, take care of yourselves and take care of each other.
0: If I ever Do anything right I want to be so good This little light I want to know